Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled installment of the One Sharp Podcast, where uh, your main man, Nick, here is going to be talking about some nerdy and cool things out in the world that I feel like I have to share with everyone. And uh, in this one in particular, it's going to be another movie review. Um, I'm going to do a review on Star Wars The Last Jedi. Now, before I even start, of course, if you haven't seen it yet, there will be a disclaimer of spoilers. Um, and also, uh, with me, I've seen enough Star Wars movies to understand what's going on, but I, I haven't really dove deep into this world. But with after this movie, I actually want to do some research on this and actually understand more about uh, the world of Star Wars. Um, so, with that being said, let's go on with this review. Now, overall with this movie in particular, I really liked overall the beginning of how things were well balanced. Um, you had your your seriousness, you had your comedy, which is in between, which kind of helped build it up, you know, because you can't be serious 99% of the time, um, and... The overall, just the the visual graphics, the worlds that were illustrious, and they were, I mean, they were just out there. They're huge. And it I got really drawn into that, and how in this point in time, the, the New Order was, you know, beating down the Alliance. And they were utterly relentless. Utterly relentless. Um, so, basically movie starts off where um, the first Star Wars movie last left off, where she was handing the the lightsaber to Luke Skywalker, which right there, the comedy just kicks in because, you know, Luke's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I I just came here just to chill. Or uh, in the movie sense, he just went there to die. But he's just living his life normal. He's not using the Force. He's just doing things normal. Um, Rey wants to be trained so that then she can use the Force to help her friends from, you know, Kylo Ren, um, who is, which I found out later on in said movie, he's trying to battle between being the good guy, but also, you know, he knows he has a dark intent and he's going to act upon it in which he feels fit, which, you know, Sith, I understand that you're doing your thing. Now, the the basic setup from how she learned how to use the Force and developing her skills, it, it just all boiled down to her just trying to figure it out. Because Luke, at first, didn't want to train her. You know, like I said before, he didn't want anything to do with the Force. He just wanted it to be like a thing he did so many years ago because of uh, certain past events, which I will not mention, because that's getting even deeper into the the base origin story of how Kylo Ren became who he is um, uh, through, by, you know, standard means. You When you see the movie, you will see that. And it has a different twist, because there's two different stories. But the, the one of the stories will be the one guaranteed uh, to be the one that's gonna really open, you know, why or what had to be done at that time, which, once again, I won't dive to do too deep into it because I don't want to ruin that for everyone. Um, so Ray, who's played by Daisy Ridley, 
uh, is going through her training. She's trying to figure herself out. Also, um, on the sidelines, uh, Finn, who was in uh, a medical coma, I believe, due to the, the first battle, you know, he's waking up to things of current that are happening, which is um, the Alliance is fighting the, the, the Order you know, to make to gain things on their perspective. Uh, like I, I like I mentioned before, I believe the uh, the order has uh, a very wide dominance, and they're trying their their hardest to beat down the alliance and furthermore get rid of them. Um, of course, with the alliance, you have Carrie Fisher, who um, you know her character uh, Layla, which Carrie Fisher uh, did a really really phenomenal job with her part. Really loved it. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong. Carrie Fisher, outside of that, was, you know, she, I mean, she had a mouth on her, but she knew exactly, exactly how things had to be said. And, you know, she carried herself with the utmost pride and honor. And with her playing this part, um, really also opened up a few doors because, you know, um, she had she had the the power to you know tell people how to do things around the ship or you know knew when a decision was right or wrong and and eventually you find out in one part that yes somehow she has the force how i don't know i only know so much star wars i mean if you want there's other people out there that have that are more in depth in the Star Wars than me, but I'm I'm giving it a full swing with this, and you know don't don't mind me. This is just me. I wanted to talk about this movie, um, but as the movie progresses, you soon <clears throat> sooner or later you know uh, find out that they they find means to slow down the order. Um, Luke does finally decides to train Ray in the Force, which then he realizes towards the end that it's probably not the best to be training her because uh there's a little snippet where she is trained she is in the middle of training uh surveying the uh <clears throat> the island and she f comes across this hole well this hole if you recall in the last in the the return of the jedi that uh luke skywalker went into the cave not a hole per se but yeah a cave and uh fought dark vader which was a representation of himself which, you know, spooked him back into basically going, I can't be that person since forth. I have to be the Jedi that I can be. So with Rey, she went to the same thing, but she's trying to come across the answers regarding her parents. She has no idea who her parents are. Um, I have heard some speculation about how that came to be, but I need to confirm that before I actually go ahead and say, yeah, that's legit. I can say that without certainty that that's how that happened regardless if she was adopted or she actually had parents and something happened or i mean or maybe she was manifested through the force i don't know i'm honestly not sure i cannot give you that answer but when i do come across that answer i can answer that for you <laughs> so as uh <clears throat> the movie then further goes on you see a relationship between uh, Finn and Rose, which it, it was, it was 
at first when they first met was quirky it was funny and then things got serious for a little bit and then towards uh pretty much the uh the duration of the movie they they became really good friends but towards uh one little snippet at the tail end of this movie you find out that rose has a little crush on finn oh that was actually it was actually cute because you know finn was um oh, i'm jumping the gun <laughs> i i won't say anything about that that's that's as much as i can say um ah <laughs> uh, who else i mean oh that's another thing snokes Empress, or, yeah, Emperor Snopes, or, can't, uh, command, I can't honestly remember, but, uh, he was, uh, he was a unique character. Um, people have speculated that was, um, Mace Windu, which, when I see Snopes as the character that he was, I couldn't really see that. I, I, I mean, unless it was from a another time frame a timeline where uh he was a part of the force or something and then something you know drastic because he was disfigured that turned him to the dark side or he might have just been a, a sith all his life i i don't know um for me snokes is definitely a character that i am not familiar with um you know unlike the others darth vader Dolph Maul, darth maul luke skywalker um, yeah, it's, he's a very, very different character. Um, he doesn't, I, from the way he looks, he's an, he's not the type of person that would fight, but he would be the type of person to be manipulative, but also striking commands to where things have to be done in a certain way. And I, for certain, you know, that's, that's nothing new in that world. It's always bound to happen. But going on with the movie, I mean, everything builds up to what I would suspect another movie because there's uh, two tidbits towards the end where uh, it looks like, yes, there will be another movie. Um, I do know the one with the... Uh, can't remember the names uh, or the movie off the top of my head at the moment. But with uh, that being said, it's... It really makes you wonder with the next movie how there how this is all going to come down to like the the big like open or like how is it going to open up to then finish this saga? Well, probably won't be a saga. Oh no, yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, like overall, how is it gonna how is it gonna like open itself up to build these two main characters, um, Ray and Kylo Ren? To then duke it out in like the grand Jedi, uh, Sith. That shoot, we might even see the gray code, which I will describe here in just a second. But yeah, how these two are gonna finally clash and who's gonna be the 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 better person, regardless if uh she takes down Kylo Ren or uh he gets to a point where he could kill Ray, but he just can't, and he thinks about it, but then he just can't put himself to you know be that person to be alone in the world, stuff like that. Um, now, regarding with the Grey Code, and when I saw the Grey Code, I actually could relate to this, because it's that type of person I am. Um, the Grey Code, or the, the, it's particularly, like, the anti-hero of 
the Star Wars universe. And me describing it, especially to someone, you know, most people that have actually uh, seen all the movies or read the books, you know, I'm just preaching something you already know. But for others, the Great Code is basically something certain, uh, uh, like I said, anti-hero Jedis or just lightsaber wielders uh, follow. They they kill if they have to, but they will obtain the peace by other means. It's not like they're villains because they kill, but they kill those who they see that will have that imbalance. They're literally the guys in, or they're, they're the people in the middle between a Sith and a Jedi. And I honestly feel that's what they're going to be doing with this. They're going to take it to a point to where, you know, now we have the Grey Code to where, you know, there's no Jedis, where it's just pure peace, or Sith, where there's just, you know, uncumbersome evil. It's just, I have a lightsaber, I will keep the peace by any means necessary. That means if I have to strike you down, then I will. But if I don't have to, then that's fine, you know. And that's really cool, the fact that they're going to go with the, the gray coat, if they do, which would actually be pretty decent. Uh, because it'd be something totally different that they can work with on this. And overall, just kind of brings in a, a new aspect with this world. And if and when they do make these uh, movies, uh, I hope that is introduced and then given more uh, uh, momentum. So then they can then kind of bring that into light. And then you have all three spectrums of the, the Star Wars the Star Wars uh, uh, universe, you know, and overall, I think that'd actually be really cool to see. Now, I know my review was kind of jumbled around, but I, I will say this towards the end of this. Um, after seeing the movie, I have heard many speculations that, you know, this movie was terrible. It should not be part of the Star Wars universe. Now, hear me out. This is just my my humble opinion. I, th I believe that they, with this movie, the people that created it had an idea. They wanted something different. Now, I understand. You can hate it. You can like it. You can say it's okay. I'm not here to change your mind. I thought it was actually really good. And I'm predominantly a Marvel guy. I love Marvel. Uh, I dabble in some dc some but i do more animated than live action because i mean come on batman and harley quinn i won't get into that one not not with this one but um star wars this movie in particular i feel like they really did i think they did a good job i really think they did because they're like i said they're taking an idea they're they're expanding it into something that's different it's not like they just threw it together and just said, you know, accept it for what it is. It's a Star Wars franchise. I know you're going to, you know, put money towards it. It's it's not even that. It's just a different concept of an idea that they're trying to put towards this movie that they feel like it would be worth using and henceforth trying to uh, do something utterly and totally different. You know, maybe possibly they want to have a point to where, you know, they can do something different with this. You know, it's not just, you know, you know, you, you can't appease everyone. And I get that. I do. I totally get that. But with this, 
I honestly feel like bigger and better things will come of it because of what they did. You know, you can't always, you know, hate it if you haven't seen it or tried it. You always have to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance. Otherwise, there's honestly and truthfully no point in, tr in even giving something like this the, the, you know, the acceptance that it could possibly get. But with me, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, if I were to give it a ranking, I'd give it um, you know, I'd give it a, a solid 8. 8 out of 10. Because it had a lot of promise. The graphics were really good. Like I said, the comedy, the uh, action, the excitement, it was all there. And um, with the next few movies, Star Wars movies, I hope to see more of it. If not, then at least I'll, at least I'll say I got a chance to uh, uh, dive into this this new fan base. That you know, like I said, pick up the movies. I'll watch them. Why not? So with that being said, this is Nick One Sharp Podcast, wrapping up with the Star Wars Last Jedi review. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I hope to speak to you soon. All right, everyone, you take care.